Let's go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Question is, is this Chris Paul's moment? Ball out on the perimeter. Long three. Shazam! Is this his time? I want it not just for myself, but for everybody in that locker room. And it sure looks like it. Today's guests, Milwaukee Bucks analyst and five-time NBA All-Star Marcus Johnson. Baseball Hall of Famer Jim Palmer. NFL Network analyst Greg Rosenthal. Plus Tokyo Paralympian Ezra Freck. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We're live on the air in Los Angeles, California, fresh back from our 4th of July weekend respite. Good to see you over there. Chris Brockman, uh, good to see you back. Rich, what's up, buddy? Mike Del Tufo. Hey, Rich, how you He's doing? back from the thing that he was doing. <laughs> good to see you, TJ Jefferson. Good to see you over there, sir. What up, Rich? How you doing? I man? am thrilled to be back here. Uh, safe and sound. Hopefully everybody had a safe uh, 4th of July weekend. I saw a lot of crazy-ass yeah. videos on Twitter, and and hopefully everybody's uh, intact and, and safe and sound. And we're back here getting ready for a July 6th. Unlike any other, very rare that July 6th, this is the anniversary just a couple years ago, uh, that the Los Angeles Clippers announced their coup of Kawhi and Paul George together. That's yes. normally what this time of the year is reserved for that sort of maneuvering. Offseason, everybody's done, and NBA draft's already taken care of. But we've got game one of the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. plural, tonight. And uh, you've got the Suns and the Bucks in the Valley of the Sun. All right. And that's you. going down tonight. And we'll get the latest on all of that from Bucks radio announcer and uh, local announcer, uh, Marcus Johnson, who will be joining us on this program in just about 18 minutes' time. His expectation level for uh, Giannis Tenacumpo to play anything in this series. We shall see. The Suns are the ones coming in intact. That'll be tonight. At the same time, we've got Shohei Otani taking the bump here in Southern California against the Boston Red Sox to try and quiet the crowd uh, that was uh, filled with, uh, honestly, there was a convention of mass holes in (laughs) Southern California last night. Anybody who watched that game last night uh, heard just as loud cheers for the away team as the home team. And uh, so Otani pitches tonight and over the weekend. God bless you, Joe Madden. Thank you is all I'm saying. And thank you to the Angels organization. Thank you to them. Because they could have put the kibosh on Otani going in the home run derby, mm-hmm. and they could have put the kibosh on Otani pitching in the All-Star game one week from tonight, as well as hitting in the All-Star game one week from tonight. But the whole country, if they already haven't seen it, will pull up a chair and see why we are so fortunate to have a unicorn playing baseball, an international superstar Playing baseball, not soccer, not football, not basketball, not golf, not tennis, not what we're going to be seeing in the Olympic Games later on this month. Baseball. And thank you to the uh, Angels and Joe Madden saying, yes, go ahead. He'll be in the lineup and he will be pitching. And I would love it if he's the starter. Have they named the starters the All-Star game yet? They have not. I would love it. Just go ahead and put him on the bump to start that thing. Let's go. DeGrom will pitch the top of the first and Otani the bottom of the first, Ooh, let's and let's go. go. I don't even know if the numbers support it, that he's the best pitcher in Major League Baseball through the first half, but he's making it That's the best as matchup. a hitter and a pitcher. Let's go. 
Let's go. And um, so tonight we'll see Otani against the Red Sox. Tonight we will see the first game of an NBA Finals being played in July. Tonight is an off night for the Stanley Cup Final. Great finish. As opposed to the first day of the first ever back-to-back repeat for the Tampa Bay Lightning. As the Montreal Canadian got one on the board last night and got in an overtime and an overtime period in which they started killing off a penalty over the first 259. Our buddy Steve Levy, who was on this program last week to talk about the Stanley Cup final that he's covering for the Worldwide Leader in Sports, he tweeted out that it had been since the late 30s that a Stanley Cup final ended, that a cup was clinched in an overtime power play. Wow. I'd been the last time it happened in the late 30s, and it almost happened last night. And then, sure enough, the Canadian almost ended it on a shorthanded goal, and then moments later lit the lamp. And that's all she wrote for game four. There will be a game five. So there's that. Fun stuff last night on NBC. And game five will be on NBC on Wednesday night. Then, of course, there's tonight. There is tonight at the reserve at Moonlight Basin in beautiful Montana, the United States of America, big sky country. Phil and Tom versus Bryson and Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. That's tonight at 5 Eastern time, 3 p.m. local. I don't know when's the ball in the air. Are they going to have some sort of, I, I don't know when's the ball in the air. And so uh, maybe we should determine that over the next three hours. But tonight will be just a load of fun watching four guys get all mic'd up and amped up and playing golf and in each other's faces and in each other's grills. I cannot wait for that. And sure enough, when this was announced just a month ago, this was, in my mind, the latest flashpoint potentially, to glean anything from Aaron Rodgers of what's going on with him. And it's been a while. It's been a while since we've uh, we've heard from Aaron. Last time we heard from him was the previous um, media sesh yep. to promote the match. Mm-hmm. Part of it, part, sorry, Capital One's the match. Capital, right? Capital One's my back. Capital right. Okay. And so... Um, Anything. We'll get anything. Last time it was, uh, he was wearing a t-shirt, right? He was wearing a t-shirt. He blurred his background. He was offended. (laughs) He was offended. This is moments after Mark Murphy had called him a complicated fella after having his monthly June blog, a monthly blog in June on Packers.com, where he said that the Rogers situation was dividing the fan base. Mm. Well, somebody got Mark Murphy uh, sat down. Mm -hmm as he was penning the July blog post for Packers.com and said, let's just leave 12 out of it, shall we? Or maybe hit the edit button, (laughs) smashed the edit button or backspace button. It did not appear. His latest missive was uh, Rogers free. Oh, Did not mention Aaron Rodgers at all. He did mention, Mike, uh, that there's going to be a big meeting 
of the shareholders on yes. July 26th. At, Which we know all about. At Lambeau Field, we know all about it. Have you filled out your proxy? Have you filled out your... Not yet. I still okay. haven't given the four You know what you're doing? Ready. You're researching because your yes. vote matters. Yes. So it counts. My vote counts. <laughs> Elections have consequences. Yes. Thanks for agreeing with that, Mike. Of course, <laughs> so what's Rogers thinking about? What do we got now? What do we got now? Well, thank you to Aaron. He was asked about not saying that much on the subject matter. Sometimes the loudest person in the room is not the smartest person. Sometimes the loudest person in the room is not the person who has all the facts on their side or the truth on their side. Sometimes there's a lot of wisdom in silence. Sometimes there's a lot of wisdom in being selective on what you say and this off season i've spent a lot of time working on myself i think i think uh for a long time mental health has been only an okay topic to broach if you're talking about dealing with bouts of depression you know uh suicide like this is big issue topics right with mental health it's been a weird stigma around it that i I think there's been some athletes who've spoken out about uh, those things and, and gotten the support they deserve. But there's not a lot of conversation around just the idea of having uh, a very positive mental state, mental health state. And I think there's a lot to it that I've learned that I've focused on in the offseason about how to take care of myself, not the total package, not just my physical self, the workout, um, but my, and my spiritual self with my own mindful practices. My mental health as well, what's the best way to take care of that? And that's what I've been doing this offseason. That's why I've taken the time I've taken and and done the things or not done the things that I've done. And I'm very thankful. Uh, and I, I'm just <clears throat> thankful that we've got such a a um, an MVP talking about mental health. That's number one. I love it. That's a platform that's being used for the positive right there. I, I'm just wondering. I, he's got to play. I got to see. I, I've got to see what this version of Aaron Rodgers looks like. Mm-hmm. I got to see it. I got to see it. And at some point later this month, we will get the answer as to how all of his self work has manifested itself with the ultimate question to the ultimate answer what do you want? That's the question that we've been asking about Aaron Rodgers for weeks. What do you want? What does he want? What will the Packers do when they find out what he really wants? What if he really wants what he finally, he's done all the work and he's done all the the cleansing and he looks terrific, by the way. It looks like he's lost weight too. It looks like he's on that AR-12 system, whatever the heck that is. Yeah. Well, he said like, that he was doing the Tom Brady thing. All I know is if I went to Hawaii with the mantra of screw it, I'll deal with this down the road, I would come back 20 pounds every year. I would just yeah, be a fat way. turd. <laughs> I really would be. I mean, I just had four days like that, too. Uh, yeah. I, oh, my God. I mean, I saw the ice cream. Place. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually spending time in this uh, uh, monologue starting looking at the screen. Does my head look bigger? That has actually crossed my head uh, while I'm thinking <laughs> So God bless him. He's working on it. I gotta see. I've got to see what this version of Aaron Rodgers looks like. I've got to see it. I've got to see it. And 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 at some point we're gonna get an answer. At some point the 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 footballs will be rolled out in Wisconsin. The bicycles will have the 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 tires filled with air. 
Training camp will start. We'll hear that sound of the of the sprinklers going, albeit for the Dallas Cowboys on Hard Knocks, which we'll hit later on. Ooh. But I mean, we we will we will finally get an answer. All of us. And I can't wait to see what does the Aaron Rodgers who has worked on his mental health and removed all the negativity, which means he had to have been off of Twitter over the last several weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he's working on it, cleansing himself, he's had to have just stayed the hell off of that. Like not even logged in to see what's going on with everybody thinking he's selfish or he's doing that or whatever the half of the fan base that's been divided by this that thinks that Rodgers, you know, um, is under contract and should show up and he's gotten paid and, you know, don't pay any attention to the kid that's been drafted and you should have a thicker skin, you know, and on top of it, now they hear him talking about mental health like Lambeau Fields and Ashram. Did I say that right? I'm not really as an ashram. <laughs> yeah. Like he's playing in the in in the yurt, <laughs> yurt. on Lombardi Way. You know, which for some Packers fans might be, what is he talking about? Is he playing or not? He is a complicated fella. Like that fan base, he's got a place. He's he's got to have not heard a word from them while he's hanging out with his fiance, wife to be, having fun, being part of a new relationship like that as a an affianced individual on planet Earth. Affianced. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> Can't, I, I got to see it. When I hear that, I'm like, I got to see. What does this look like? Because I, I don't know. I have no idea, and you don't either. He might not even know. He might be in the process of working this thing out. As he's getting ready to crush the golf ball tonight. That could be part of the process. And then I'm hearing he is showing up to the Tahoe event next week. He is. That's what I'm hearing. Awesome. So he's ready to play golf there too and have a good time and with Brian Baumgartner and all his hang out with his yeah and go have a good time and and at some point rubbers meet in the road football will be played in 2021 with full stadiums can't wait unless Aaron Rodgers can because he's working on himself and anybody who thinks that yeah he's gonna show up put all that money on it on a table and give it back to the Packers. He can't be without football. He can't be that way. He can't sit out a year. He's not going to do that. Did that sound like a guy that you could actually predict what he, what's going on? No chance. At all. And he must be, this is great. He's leaving everybody guessing. Nobody knows. He's gotten this far. Turning the heat up. This thing's going to be on 400. And w- wait till your your July 26th meeting of the sh- uh, of the shareholders when half the fan base, the other half the fan base that's divided on this that wants 12 to show up and have the Packers remove their cheese heads from their orifices and say, let's deal with this guy while he's as great as he is. Carpe diem. You saw what Brady did. We got our own 12. Live like that with this guy now. What are we doing? Brian Gutekunst, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not keeping my season ticket package in my family for the next several decades because my family can't wait to go to the stadium. See what Gutekunst is cooked up. It's coming. So, to sum up, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. I'm thrilled that he did put mental health on a on a 
on a pedestal, and not just, as he said, for people who are seriously considering harming themselves by it, but literally want to remove negativity from their lives, which everybody, I think, could use to do. Honestly, the doom scrolling that goes on in my life on a daily basis, looking at my Twitter feed is insane, but I I do it because it's something that I need to do for work, and there are times that I... I need to see what's going on in the world. And there's a hell of a lot going on in the world. And I understand what Aaron Rodgers is saying. You got to remove the negativity. I don't have time for this anymore. I'm over 50 now. And I'm thinking that every single day. Life's too damn short. Rodgers thinking that at the age of 37 going on 38. Or 38 going on 39. Tee it up. Can't wait. Can't wait. And I'm at the football season too. All of it. That happens this month. Oh, boy, we're getting answers soon. Take a break. Marcus Johnson, five-time NBA All-Star. And not just for my Stratomatic team that I had for the Milwaukee Bucks in the (laughs) early 80s. This is true. I'm going to fanboy him a little bit when we come back. He is an analyst for the Milwaukee Bucks locally. Can't wait to chat with him on this program coming up. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Philadelphia Eagles, we have that to talk yes. about, too. Yes, as I'm draped you in are. my Eagles paraphernalia. Now, that, yes. that's like you got, so you got the green hoodie. Yeah, I went green hoodie, and then I went satin black 
jacket oh, just with the black eagle on it. This is subtle. <laughs> yeah, this is subtle. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to come here and be, yeah. you know, blatant with it. This is a subtle. Yeah, I didn't notice it. It's sort of like a watermark yeah. sort of situation that yeah. you have right but then there. Then you get up close and you're like, whoa, he really is an Eagles fan. He's got a lot. <laughs> yes. He's got a lot of Eagles stuff on. I'm wearing a jersey to the Super Bowl with the Jerome Brown patch. That's what you're gonna do. Yes. Okay. I got the Randall Cunningham jersey, but my jersey has Jerome Brown patch. Well, what will it say on the back? Will it say heart? Will it say your no, name? No, it's going to say Cunningham. It's a real jersey. Okay. I can't make it say heart. I'm no longer authentic <laughs> if I make it say heart. It's got to be a real jersey. This okay. is a real moment. Understand. It's a big moment for me, man. This is it. This is a big game. What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? The score's going to be 80, <laughs> 83 to 6. I called it. I put my prediction out there a long time ago. Okay. I Eight. had a dream. I saw it. And how many to that? So how many touchdowns then for Nick Foles then out of that? Nick Foles going to throw for 32 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> 32. Trying to do the math in my head right now. <laughs> 32 touchdowns. Yeah, that is. We're, we're, we just put I, your. I didn't want to show. 83 to 6. Yeah, I didn't want to show if my math was good or bad, and so I just threw a number out there. I think I made I like the it. ballpark. Here's what people need to understand about the Patriots right now. And I know there's a lot of New England Patriots fans, there's a lot of Tom Brady lovers out there, as you should. Okay? They're not running over the NFL. They, they didn't breeze through these playoffs. They shouldn't have beaten the Jaguars. They shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. They did, yeah. but they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It's not like they have displayed this, oh, my God, they're just, nobody's going to be able to deal with them. They're, our defense has been an amazing defense throughout the whole season. I really see our defense and our front four getting to Brady. If we get to Brady, it's going to be a problem. And we run the ball very well. It's going to be a grinding game. And Foles is going into this game with so much confidence. After the last game, he's got so much confidence. I don't care what you say. You can't beat confidence. You know how much confidence I have? You can't beat my confidence. I don't care what you tell me. I'm so confident. I'm so confident. Foles has confidence. Our defense has confidence. We are here. This is where we said we would be in the beginning of the season, and we got here. That's confidence. They're used to being here. That's cocky. That's that's a little nonchalant, shoulder shrug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. It's not the same type of confidence. It's not the same type of hunger. It's a different level of hunger. And these dogs got to eat. Get it? Because they was calling us under. Yes, <laughs> I know. We are back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on this program. A couple of guests that I have not mentioned verbally um, since uh, we started the show. Greg Rosenthal of the Around the NFL podcast will be joining us uh, in the middle of this program. Um, There is a ton going on um, in the NFL um, right now in the personal lives of everybody. This is where people are getting married. You know, Sean Payton got married a couple weeks ago. And he did down there in Mexico. Yeah. Avery Johnson was the man who officiated the the, the nuptials, actually. Oh, wow. yeah? Yeah. No, you didn't know that? No, nah, I always thought yeah. Avery sounded like a, pra- a pastor. So Soon that sense. will end, though. Soon that's going to end. Right in the middle of this month is when the Steelers get back in the mix, and so do the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It's a Hall of Fame game to play. And then all of a sudden, there's going to be more and more people showing up. And then the NFLs. I mean, we are so right around the corner for an NFL season. It's here. We're here. We've made it. Nine weeks, I'm right? A, uh, yeah. Nine weeks from Thursday is when things start. But, I mean, training camp, there's going to be so much happening. Training camp, three weeks. Three weeks till training camp. Yeah. A lot of TV cameras at training camps all over the country. And one thing to bring up with Greg Rosenthal, uh, I think, to bring up with him, it looks like, hold on a second, 
based on the dollars and the cents. Because as you know, when somebody's drafted in the first round, starts a clock on them having to get out there, right? And play. That's what we keep talking about with um, Jordan Love in the Packers situation, nonstop. And it sure looks like, based on the signing of a rookie deal that happened over the weekend, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. It looks like I'm just I'm just throwing this out there for everyone to chew on. And you could tell me, you can call the show 844204 Rich. It looks like he might be ready. <laughs> it looks like it's it could be close to the time. It might be where the Jaguars will name him officially the two? starting quarterback. Of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a bold that's a bold prediction, really. Do you have the numbers over there, Chris? It was an insane amount of money in terms of what um, what you know, what what he could have made on a name and likeness deal if he had stayed put. You know, but I mean he you know, he made himself available for the draft. It was his time. He'd done all he could do at Clemson. Pretty much. And he was getting ready for whatever competition, you know, he would have to be thrown into in his new NFL team. Yeah, so it's a four-year, $36.8 million contract, fully guaranteed, $24.1 million in signing bonus. Yeah. So, you know, he wasn't ready yet, and um, and they were not ready to name a starter yet, according to the passing game corner, and he's really not Brian Schottenheimer's place. And Urban Meyer said he he's not, you know, they're not ready to do that yet. I just saw a tweet, too. So 2011 was the first year where they had the contract numbers built in because Sam Bradford got the last super mega number one overall pick deal. Cam Newton in 2011, his guaranteed number one overall pick contract, four years, $22 million. It's crazy. But you look at the inflation there. Well, that was know, the Trevor first. He was, and Cam was the first guy. Cam was the first one. To be slotted yep. under the new collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, 2010, Sam Bradford, your last one to get the... Him and then Stafford before crazy him. And Jamarcus Russell before him. And that's why the NFL yeah. said, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. And we're going to have somebody under contractual control for fifth-year option. But that means you got to figure out when to pay somebody. And that's something we'll bring up with Greg Rosenthal in hour number two, is what's going on with the Lamar and Baker deals? Still waiting. What's going on with that? But look, congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars because it appears they've got a winner. (laughs) (laughs) Appears they've got a winner that they feel comfortable slotting at number one overall and then throwing him in a competition this summer to see if he really is the cream to rise to the crop. Remember what I told you? (laughs) Remember what I told you? If he is healthy... And not starting in Houston week one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that's right. I yeah. will consume anybody's piece of clothing, no matter how washed or unwashed it is. That's a fact. And I know I got to stop doing that sort of stuff because I, I don't well, think... Well, one of these days... It's going to come back to yeah, bite you. Yeah, one is going to actually hit and you're going to have to eat it. And it's not going to be pleasant. And Chris would know because he did it. And I was sick for like two days after. <laughs> So that's another thing to talk to to Greg Rosenthal about. And then in hour number three on this program, um, Ezra Freck, many of you might not know who he is, and we have not spoken to him, but we're looking forward to chatting with him because, as you know, the Olympic Games uh, in Tokyo are going to go down later this month, July 23rd, 
is when the games begin, the actual competition begins, uh, I will be out of this chair for the uh, duration of the Olympic Games. I will be in Stamford, Connecticut, hosting the daily wrap-up um, signature show. I think I've been told, feel confident enough to call it that, called Tokyo Gold. Oh, nice. One hour, wrapping things up as soon as things are done in Tokyo at 11 a.m. Eastern time, so you could do the math. It's midnight Tokyo time at 11 a.m. Eastern time. I will be hosting that show every day right on the Olympic channel that's being set up on Peacock. So uh, you guys, however, will continue on. We will. Susie will be here for eight of those days. It'll be good times for everybody. And uh, she's already reached out to Marshall to to join the mix. Oh, so awesome. You haven't seen Marshall in a while. We haven't. But uh, at any rate, the Olympic Games for Paralympians, the Paralympic Games, start August 24th through September 5th in Tokyo, Japan. And Ezra is a Paralympic athlete in track and field, a 16-year-old who qualified for the Paralympics and is the youngest member of the USA Paralympic track and field team. That will be in hour number three of this program. So definitely make a note to stay tuned for all three hours on this program. Um, and then again, like I said, tonight is game one of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if Giannis is going to be starting for the Milwaukee Bucks. That certainly does not look to be the case. No. We're still waiting for Kawhi. See where he is. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, if he's spotted with Pat Riley on a yacht in I Miami mean, somewhere. Ka- I mean, guys, Kawhi's going to opt out, then he's going to sign for the Supermax. Come on. Kawhi's not going anywhere. You know, you can... This is what we were talking about, about Giannis at this very point oh, last year. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Okay. It was about this time that you really hopped on the Tyler Harrow. Bandwagon. You want to split? You want to? You want to flip the tables on me and talk about how? Well, we were. We it was at at this point last year that we were waiting to see if the bubble would hold for the NBA. I mean, if you want to smash cut, oh my goodness, from what today is in the NBA and what today one year ago was in the NBA, I think it was right about now where players were beginning to check into the bubble in Walt Disney World in Orlando yeah. and figure out if they got the Hoopty Hotel or they got the... Uh, <laughs> well, we had Jeff break were. down the options, the options at Disney. Yeah. Remember exactly. that? My brother's there right now. So, you know, you got that. And take a look at what we've got going on today. Just a mega Which is day. a July 6th start to an NBA Finals in which it does appear it will be Chris Paul's time. Starting tonight, unless Chris Middleton continues to explode and blossom and Jeru Holiday continues to do that. Bobby Portis showed up, by the way, Bobby over the Portis. July 4th weekend. I mean, we had a Brooke Lopez game. We were wondering yeah. what we're, we were been wondering. Where is Bobby Portis? I and forgot he was on the was team. That? Wasn't it Windhorst who said he's the guy that you thought they were going to throw on Durant? Right, because he's long, long, long arms, can defend, active. And then Portis, after the game, said he wants to be nowhere else, that he loves to be there. Yeah. 
<laughs> Brooke Lopez had like what thirty five and shot seventy percent from the floor. I have no idea what's going to happen in this series. The Suns are the favorites. I would expect them to kind of win in six games, but I also have no idea. The last couple of rounds of this playoffs, I've had no feel for. The games have been super weird. High scoring one day, low scoring the next. See how the layoff affects Phoenix, and let's rock and roll. I expect it to be fun. I kind of expect it to go five or six, seven games. It's not going to be a sweep or anything. but You know, the funny thing is, you know, a lot of people complaining about, oh, the Bucks and the Suns, who wants to see this, right? Mm-hmm. But those are the same people who always complain about super teams. Like, so people hate super teams being created, right? That's people's biggest complaint about the NBA. And yet here you have two teams that didn't go the super team route who, yeah, they've, they've made trades, they've made deals, but their, their top players are homegrown. They're guys that they drafted. They're guys that they nurtured like a Chia pet that grows in three days. They, they, they help these players grow. So now you would think that people would love this situation where you have homegrown sons, homegrown bucks. And yet people are like, who wants to see that? You can't please people is what I'm saying. That is correct. You're not lying about all that. (laughs) And the sense about the Bucs earlier this um, season or in the offseason that lasted like five minutes in which Giannis did, in fact, decide to stick around. And the first move that was made, right, was to get – I believe it was Bogdanovich who wound up going to Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. Yeah. right? And we thought like that was the maneuver to get Giannis to stay. Look, we're trying to build around you. And then they went and acquired Drew Holiday, and everyone was wondering, all right, Holiday, Middleton, Giannis. That's not the big three. That's like that. that that's like that's like a. Um, a lesser than version of LeBron, Wade, Bosch. That's not that's not Clay, Steph, or Steph, sexy. Draymond, and Durant. You know, like that's like nice try, Bucks. Nice try. And now here they are without Giannis. Without Giannis. And which is too who, bad. Well, yeah. who's to say that who's to say that they can't do it. I think a lot you of know? people thought they would lose to Atlanta. Well, let's when, just let's just let's just hash it out. Let's hash it out real quick here, because the matchup that Atlanta, or like the matchups, pardon me, that the Clippers seem to have the problem with Phoenix, right? That you think Brooke Lopez should be able to check Aiton in a manner that the Clippers did not have coming off of their bench. They had Zubach, and that was about it. About it. And then they had they, they started going boogie cousins on him to try and switch things up. Jedi mind trick, and it actually worked in a game four. And the thing about that, Lopez, too, Rich, he can shoot the three, three. ball. Yeah. Right. So that so kind of has to pull Aiton a little bit out of that paint. We're not going to see a 22-rebound game Correct. from Aiton. And likely. that holiday... Right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna mark Chris Paul with him, or we're gonna mark Booker with him. What are we gonna do? What are you gonna do? I mean, neither of those guys are great defensive players, but I got Booker probably. 
would be my guess. What I'm just saying, the Holiday though is you, he's a terrific defensive player. Yes, I'm talking about the other way. Like, Correct. That's what I'm saying. So Holiday, who are you gonna who are you gonna try and take? You, I'd put him on Booker. I would right? try to take out Devin Booker. You want to? Uh, Chris Paul doesn't right. have that forty point potential. Right. Devin Booker could go off for forty or fifty in a game. So you want to shut him down? And then we've isolated. and we've got it. We've got to get twenty five to thirty out of Middleton every night. Right. Yeah, have that's to, mandatory. Have to. Mandatory. With right. Giannis out, we need to we need to see a three in front of that. Right. We can't have an eight for twenty seven right. point shooting. Bucks can do this. Yeah. I just want to see him do it for various reasons. One, because the Bucks are, you know, overlooked and well, Coach cool, Budenholzer could use it. Team. You know, and there's Coach another Bud one. Could use a good okay. press. And and then yeah. but but there's also I I I I just want to see it just to take bets on on who in our profession will float the Bucks are better without Giannis conversation. Oh. <laughs> well, you know who will dare coming. to do that? <laughs> Nick Wright. <clears throat> Why did he trend? I kind of oh, like, like Nick Wright. Because, <laughs> well, uh, what are you, what do you someone do? threw out a someone. No, I saw that. I saw that. The, the worst right. sports uh, yeah, yeah. takes. He was up there. That's one of those where you just like it. You click on it and like, I hope I don't and see all, my face. Also, he, <laughs> he is the, the LeBron stan of all LeBron stands when it comes to him versus MJ. So Right. All right. Well, we will uh, take a break um, and um, and set up uh, the rest of the show for you. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on our program. And uh, I can't wait to – oh, still to come. The five things I want to get out of the match tonight. One of the things I want to see out of the match. We'll, we'll hit that later on. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's the best tip Tiger gave you? You know... I didn't ask for, for, for a whole lot of advice uh, just because it's just different. I mean, it's, the way he hits the ball is just not really something that I can relate to, much less <laughs> anybody. But, you know, on the alternate shot, it's a little like playing football. You, you, you have a teammate, and you don't want to hang him out. You don't want to lead a receiver high across the middle. Right. I don't want to, you know, put Tiger Woods in bad positions, but – it's a little more comforting, comforting knowing that you can hit it anywhere around the greens, Rich, and he can get up and down, you know, put you in for a tap in. And I mean, one time, I don't know if you heard the exchange, I hit a drive and 
So Tiger was going to be 290 yards out. And he's like, I got this. I got this. I mean, I've never heard my friends in Denver say, yeah, I got this from 290 yards out. It's just not something I'm used to hearing right. in my normal golf game. But that's when you kind of know you're playing with the best in the world. And uh, that certainly made me feel a little more relaxed. So uh, on the flip side then, Peyton, you've accomplished so much in life. Where does snaking in a 20-foot Real deal birdie, no net anything, real deal birdie to winning a hole for you and Tiger Woods on national television, as you did in the fourth hole on Sunday. Where does that rank for you? I'll tell you, I'll throw it up there, and I have to give my my partner a great assist. I mean, not only is he the, the, uh, the greatest golfer of all time, he is by far the best caddy and green reader ever <laughs> I mean, in history. I mean... The, you talk about pressure on those putts because yeah. he tells you hit it right here at this speed and it'll go in. I mean, his ability to read those greens. And I think he reads a lot of his greens, obviously when he's playing probably gets confirmation from, you know, Joey, his caddy. So, uh, but you feel like you're getting a really good read and I could just hit it to that spot. So that felt good. You know, knowing my partner was, uh, I think seven feet away for birdie, uh, himself. Yes. I felt like he was going to make it. So that probably helped me relax a little bit, but, uh, uh, it was definitely a team effort and it always feels good when you see one go in the hole. I, I, I really, for a moment, put myself in your shoes saying that would be the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I mean, of all time that it goes right in and it's just, again, it's no candy. That was real. You fired it at the pin you hit it from where you landed, and you got it in the hole, and you just – to turn to Tiger Wood and say, you can pick yours up. I got it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's it. That did feel good. I'm not going to lie. You can <laughs> be, uh, be, be not humble for a minute. That yeah. did feel good. No one you can tell Tiger – Pick that up. Yeah. That was probably the best part about it. I got you, Tiger. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest. Fun stuff from uh, last May, <laughs> wow. two Mays ago. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Uh, on Peacock, we come back a little bit earlier while you're listening to uh, this radio station and all the important ads and advertisers and supporters of this show. Um, we, uh, we do, we do um, show a, a video from our past archive, and we had Peyton Manning on the day after the first match where he was te- t- uh, teamed up with Tiger. Man, that was so awesome. And the pouring down rain. You know what? I mean, it's just we're – I feel like we're taking it for granted a little bit. I feel like we're taking it for granted already a little bit. That what? That this – we're getting these cool matchups, these cool foursomes? No, no. That May 28th, I think it was, 2020, we were in full-on lockdown in this country. Yeah. And some places were already, you know, itching to get out of it. And the society that we see today uh, about this virus and how it has split many people um, was beginning to take hold. And we were all wondering when sports was going to come back. How quickly could it possibly come back? We were still even holding out hope there could be, you know, an NBA season continuing. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just go back into the... Arenas. Remember, it was a two-week hiatus when the NBA yeah. took its break, paused the season in the middle of March. Like we'll, we'll revisit in two weeks. Well, then two months later is when that happened, and it was just a reminder of a competition 
There were no fans. It was weird. But it was like A game, A list athletes bringing their A games best they could. And Brady struggled, you know, and it was just until he didn't. And (laughs) then we heard them, you know, going back and forth. Phil at one point was talking about, you know, here, if I hit the chip this way or that way, and you heard him basically walk us through what he was going to do with the chip, and then he did it. It was amazing. It really was an amazing event. And now here we are a year later. If you had told us then, okay, if you had told us then two things. One, that one year plus later, so it would be, what is it? It's about 14 months or 13 months and a week later from late May to early July, that it would be taking place once again, two NFL players and two professional players that Brady, let's put it, Brady and Mickelson would be teamed up again. And it would be part of NBA finals game one in front of a full house in Phoenix. Oh, wow. And it would also be major league baseball getting ready for one week before it's all-star game on time in front of full stadiums. And also that Aaron Rodgers would be swapped out for Peyton Manning. But his future with the Packers would be completely up in the air despite him winning the MVP of the upcoming NFL season that would go off with many hitches, but without losing a game. And we would get through the NFL season with a positivity rate in the NFL of way less than... 1%. And on top of all of it, Tiger wouldn't be there because we're wondering whether he would ever play golf again because he gets into an accident where it looked like he he was dead. First blush. And that he was the best player on that day. He brought his A game more than anybody else on that day. He was stupendous on that day. And the reigning Masters champion. We were wondering, you know, when they were going to ever play the Masters, and they said, oh, we'll do it in the fall, and they did it in the fall. But he was the reigning Masters champion in that May in which they hadn't played the Masters because that got pushed. I think we take it for granted a little bit. Certainly take it for granted when, uh, uh, you know, in all honesty, I'm – I'm watching a full packed house of somebody eating 70 million hot dogs. 76 new record. Oh my Rich. goodness. New record. Now, I'm 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 going to get into this situation here. The Joey Chestnut? Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Okay, great. I'm going to get into this here. Cuz we've we've played into this before. We've oh, had absolutely. we've had we've had we Joey's never been on the program. Joey hasn't, but the the, the announcer guy. Yeah, has. or you know, from uh, Coney his, Island. I'll tell you his name. Hold on. Okay. And I'm seeing how Joey is put up there with a, a board of of all-time greats in the history of their sport in terms of winning champions and whatever. But it is, without question, the most disgusting thing I think I've ever seen <laughs> is watching them dip hot dogs in water and then consume it without basically tasting it. Richard Shea is the... Uh, it's just absolutely, positively disgusting, and it is not a sport. 
It is not a sport. <laughs> Professional eating or competitive eating is exactly the type of thing that I'm trying to keep my children from doing every single day. <laughs> every single day. If you're done, if you're full, you're finished. Don't gorge yourself. If you want, it's not a competition. Sit around, sit at the table, and let's spend as much time as possible as a family. I know you want to go back to your dumbass Roblox or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it is one of those things where, I, and again, I am getting older. I'm north of 50. Two years ago, plus, when I turned 50, you've gotten this, Mike, and this will happen one day. How close are you to 50, TJ? You don't talk about it, do you? Yeah, closer than I like to think about. Catching up, All I know is that, you know, you might have to start... JFMing the top of that beard of yours. I mean, I might already be doing that. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I mean, who knows? Who knows? TJ Jefferson's coat of paint. J-F-M. That's his. That's that's his. That's his fantasy team name for the fall. Coat of paint. <laughs> I don't. As you can see, I don't put anything in my beard. I just let this thing go. Well, that's more stubble, but not. Uh, this is definitely not stubble right here. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, you're gonna get an AARP card. That happened to me. Yeah. When oh, I turned yeah. fifty. You got oh, one. Yeah. Chris, please. one's coming your way. You're like I didn't ask for this. By the way, not, about? not for ten years. Thank you. Time's going to fly though. Ten bro. years. <laughs> okay. So I'm getting older. I'm looking at this. I'm thinking this is absolutely, positively disgusting. <laughs> and I cannot show my children this. I cannot share it with them. Some would say he's one of the greatest athletes in the world. He's not an athlete. <laughs> well, I he mean, is not an athlete. What do you mean? Well, what does he do? Does he do jaw exercises? Is that what he does? Is there yeah, a, he, yeah, he trains his esophagus and his stomach. Is there a J? Is there a JC seventy three system? <laughs> yeah, seventy six. Pardon me, JC seventy six system, which is what? Like he's well, he practices. He competes in multiple uh, um, competes events. Major league eating, of course. Sorry, George Shea is the, the founder of okay. We've had him we've on. We've had him on, and we've, we've done that. We've been there, and we've done that. And I, I, I'm, I don't know. I've gotten older and a little bit more, you know, get off my lawn, you know? And he gets a monster trophy that looks like my fantasy football league, you now, know? Now, Rich. And he's got a belt. This is amazing. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's just like, you know, it, it's got a great disgusting. Belt. It is positively disgusting. There is just a, the mastication. I cannot look at somebody when you're eating fast even. We have a buddy of ours in poker. I'll call out Murph because he called in the show. And cursed <laughs> Murph. Honestly, what he'll Murph do, is never going to live that down. You know what? No. Murph, Murph, has por- Murph has portion control issues. He's got portion control issues. He'll just, and, and I, I, I don't know. He could have been. Irv, too. Irv also says, you know, he, he, he's one of uh, over a dozen kids. So, you know, you have to eat what is in front of you. Yeah. Right. Watching Irv eat in a, in a game day morning meeting is awful. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> he knows it, too. He'll just get a plate of stuff, and it's just like he's like the Joey Chestnut of game day morning. Rich. And, and, then, and, and, and Murph, my buddy Murph, will just take two slices of pizza from a box Okay, that maybe one of us will have. He'll get it and he'll scrape the cheese off of it. He'll deface the slices. What? Yes. And Why? then eat the cheese because he doesn't animal. want the bread. 
And that's, I'm like, those are two perfectly good slices of pizza that animal. the rest of the group may not have. Animal. I, 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 so I'm thinking of Murph. I'm thinking of Irv when I'm watching Joey Chestnut. And I'm like, thank God I'm not showing my child this. This is a terrible behavior. Now, terrible. Ac- according to the, in the name of competition, Major League Eating uh, website, uh, Joey Chestnut is 37. He's from San Jose. He weighs 230 pounds. Uh, they call him a true American hero and a national treasure. Rich, he owns 46 eating competitive eating world records. Let me just run down some of these for you. Chicken wings, hot dogs, pulled pork sandwiches, tacos from Taco Bell, oh. hamburgers, meat Taco pies. So he holds the record for consuming all of these items. All of these Only items. Tacos. The quickest. Uh, tacos from Taco Bell. He can eat 53 soft beef tacos in 10 minutes. I might try to but take why? them on. That Eggs, <laughs> asparagus. There's vegetables in there, guys. Why? Pork ribs, corned beef sandwiches, 28-ounce corned beef sandwiches in 10 minutes. Apple pies, Philly cheesesteaks, funnel cakes, fish tacos, mutton sandwiches, pepperoni rolls. Mutton. Shrimp wontons, jalapeno poppers. The, 118 right, in 10 I, minutes. I, I get the point. So he's got multiple... 121 Twinkies He's in the six goat. minutes. He's the goat of eating. Oh, my God. 25 ice cream sandwiches in six minutes. I, and again, the self-loathing this man must go through. Because that's the noodles, way I feel. Guys, ramen noodles. Oh, he must get through it. I had some <laughs> of the best ice cream in America this weekend. I Instagrammed it out. The Juice Bar in Nantucket, Massachusetts. I had it there. And the self-loathing I went through the next morning. <laughs> And then, you know what? Two days later, I did it again. Because <laughs> it felt the, good. But they did it at the time. But yeah. then the next day, maybe that's the sort of, maybe that's a YP. That's a my, an MP. That's a my problem. The self, does, does, you have to have, do you have like a, 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 a mental coach, a guru, like a swing coach? Like, is that what you got? You know what I mean? Keep eating. Keep, keep eating. eating. Keep, keep eating. eating. Go, 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 go. Keep eating. Like Irv like, with you when oh, you like did your, when you the, did your planking? planking? Look at the glory. Look at the glory. Look well, at that he knows. I'm telling you, Irv, when it is time oh. to get lunch at a game day morning meeting, and it's pasta day. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> you just, you, we, we all give him a wide berth. You go first, just Irv. let him go. You first. go first. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> and then the twirling and the eating and the consuming. It's a show. It's a show. <laughs> I got a question the about Joey Murph, Chestnut Rich. of NFL Game Day Morning. Murph, normally I see people will take cheese off a of pizza and then eat the pizza because they don't want the cheese. You're saying Murph scrapes the he cheese off and then the eats slice. the cheese? And then leave, leave the, 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 the crust the, and the yes, sauce the and the bones? The cheeseless that is weird. slice oh. in the box. He will leave it in the box. I've never heard like, that one okay, before. So we're supposed to go after that now. <laughs> And that's what I think of when I watch Joey Chestnut consume 76 <laughs> hot dogs. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean. my God. Look at that. <laughs> Terrible. What would, what would be your event that you could eat? That you, oh, you know, I'll take yeah. him on the taco. That soft tacos Taco Bell thing. Like 53. If 53. I, I won't eat for a weekend. I, I might go one-on-one with him on that. You can't do it. Like you, you wouldn't get, get, no, you wouldn't I would get, get 20. Like you, will, you, will, you will require you medical to, help. Yeah, you wouldn't get to, 20. You wouldn't no. get 20. Eh. 20. You wouldn't get... You I wouldn't. love tacos. Mike. 
And I, I would, I half of those. So does Adam Gase. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Like when he does that. Speaking of Adam Gase. Yeah, I saw he was a high, he's now a high school coach, right? <laughs> high school coordinator or something like that. Good for him, man. Yeah, yeah. He wants to coach uh, football. That's what matters. Go for it. Maybe, maybe he wants a, a Kevin James movie of his own. <laughs> yeah, why not? You got to win a Super Bowl, though. I think so. Well, he technically was he on the staff with Denver for Peyton Manning. Oh, I think he was. I think he was. So there's that, man. <laughs> but Mike, I'm, I'm with sorry. you. I do love tacos. tacos I mean, are I, delicious. I was, tacos. I, I'm not eating 53 in 10 one minutes. year. One year, years ago, I did in fact put that um, eating contest on for the children, and Susie's like, "Turn it off." Oh. And I'm like, why? This is fun. This is American. It's fun. It's, it's I think we had just had uh, yeah, George, George Shea, Shea on, yeah. and we were into it. And now I'm, I've, I've, um, I've made a, I've done a, a 180. Well, reversal of fortune is what they call it on the show. I did a reality show with, with what's Kobe? What's Kobayashi? Right? Kobayashi. Yeah. yeah, him against a bear, like Man an actual beast. bear. Oh yeah, the, the bear the, beat him. The right? bear beat him. Yeah. The bear beat him. I mean, I would hope that was so. when he was at his height. Kobe yeah, Ashi. but who thinks of that stuff? Well, that was fox. man versus beast. Man versus then. beast. That was fox. fox. That was a fox. Oh. Man versus beast. Remember, because was... uh, who's someone raced against a shark? Or uh... <laughs> well, no, that was fake, right? That was supposed to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, that it, was a different. Well, one. that was on Shark Week. No, yeah. but they, they raced against yeah, a camel. Phelps, right? right? Wasn't it Michael Phelps against the shark? And then, but they they superimposed the shark. The shark was for yeah. It's yeah, like, but somebody well, raced a cheetah or something. Because right? I would imagine it would no, be no, difficult. No, no, no. It was a camel. It, it would be difficult for the shark to stay stay in his its lane, right? <laughs> even if they even if they did have you know Levar Ball at the end of the stay in your lane at the end of the pool with a with a megaphone screaming oh, stay in no, your lane. Chris Johnson raced a cheetah. Oh yeah, it was different. That's I right. sure did. That's right. All right, hour number two coming up. We'll talk some NFL with Greg Grosenthal of around the NFL. Don't go anywhere. 